Hey friends, you're listening to the We Yokies podcast with me, Jyoti Levy, mother of We Yokies and my little girl. This podcast is for you, parents, teachers, any of you kind souls that love the kiddos. I'll be sharing some insight on how to bring teachings of yoga and mindfulness to children. Yay, We Yokies! Hey there, this is Jyoti Levy, and I'm super excited um, to have you guys back. Thank you for tuning in. And today we are talking about music as a healing force for the kiddos. And I'm super excited because my dear friend, Megan Schoenbaum. Yes, yes, (laughs) I know, I've been practicing. That's right. And, um... So we're talking about music as a healing force for kiddos. And when I think about that, I think about one of the best quotes um, from Krishna Das, actually. Mm. He really talks about the medicine in the syrup. And Mm -hmm. he uses that when he talks about kirtan and how basically the medicine the chanting the names is in the syrup the music and um and so yeah that as a healing force and so i'm super excited because obviously this is a passion of both yours and mine music and how we bring music to the kiddos mm-hmm. um you know for those of you that don't know megan um she lives here in marin in the bay area and she's been playing music for what like 20 years my whole life her whole <laughs> life, whole life. Um, she is a music therapist, a children's performer. She has two incredible albums and two incredible kids. Hi, Megan. Hi, Jocelyn. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about you. Sure. So, yeah. I, and by the way, I love Krishna Das, and I know that quote well. And I just, I, yeah, I totally subscribe to that. Um, I've been making music. There's actually pictures of me in diapers playing um, drums on my mom's pots and pans. So this started really young. I was playing piano by ear at three, was frequently put in time out at age four for singing Madonna songs. <laughs> so music was just in my pores from like, very very young and music has been like the one steady consistent thing that has just served me throughout my entire life so it's um I knew at a pretty young age as well that that music was definitely my my dharma here my 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 you know purpose here Mm, you're lucky I think so many of us um live our life trying to figure out what our dharma is or having that moment and so just being able to be born into it and um being able to tune into your truth is pretty amazing you work a lot right now with the kiddos was there a aha moment where you were like this is where I want to use my music expertise Mm. with the kiddos with the kiddos okay so yeah I mean I was I was a music therapist for years before moving out to the Bay Area uh, in Boston actually and when I moved out to California you know I was basically starting over and and trying to figure out my place here um, it was a culture shock in itself, moving from you know inner city Boston to to Marin, um, Boston, Boston, <laughs> <laughs> which I went there for school. I actually um, I, I I'm from the Midwest originally, but um, so when I moved out here, I just 
you know, I, I was fortunate to find a job in one of the local schools, public schools, working with a child with special needs. I was his independent um, aide and was approached by um, a woman who worked at the school. And she said to me, hey, I heard that you are a music therapist. A friend of mine has this music program and she's leaving the country for a year would you be interested in taking it over for her for a year wow yeah so I, and literally the, the music with children was was brought to me I mean I did music with children as a music therapist but out here I mean it, it was it was given to me essentially and that's when everything shifted and it the way the universe works I mean within a few months of that um I was pregnant with my first child and so it just became like this is definitely what I should be doing you know I can work with families and and start my own family and it's all gonna it's all gonna work together um yeah and so it so it does and so it is when you're in tune with your purpose right and things just literally like falling in your lap which is so cool And so since then, you continue to teach like, I don't know, 20 to 30 classes a a week and do concerts around. Mm -hmm. And you continue to spread this love of music with the kids. And do you feel like music in general is just something that parents should be bringing to their kids as a teaching tool? Totally. Absolutely. I mean, really, like, there's this there's this thing about, oh, you know, play the classical music when the baby's in the belly. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I love classical music, and I think it definitely um, is, is beneficial to brain development. Um, but I really, I think you really can't introduce music too early. Um, and it doesn't have to be any particular genre. My feeling around it is... If it's something that the parents enjoy, um, the kids are going to benefit that much more because it's Im- they'll see that it's important to their parents. And and us as parents, we are our children's first teachers. Mm-hmm. We're we're really, I mean, like in essence, we're we're the most important teachers um, because we are planting the roots. We're creating this foundation for them. So. If you're not feeling classical music and you'd rather listen to like some disco or some like '80s, then like rock it. You know, the kids will enjoy it. It'll, it'll, music will be that much more important to them. No, I agree. And I feel like just the ability of music to um, bring different feelings of happiness or calming. And um, for me, when I'm in my classes and I'm doing like some kind of energy release game, so I'm playing some up-tempo mm-hmm. um, Yogi song, um, the kids and the parents are just fully immersed in the tunes and the melodies that then they're in that place of childlike freedom, and um, which is amazing that music has the ability to do that. Right. Sure. For sure. And and that's you know I was just talking about like listening to music, but <clears throat> from from an actual you know musical standpoint of creating the music. Now, I meet a lot of parents who say, "Oh, but I'm I'm not musical. I can't keep a t- you know I can't hold a tune or or whatever." Um, you know, my answer to that is you know what, you're, to your children, like we all have our own opinions about our musical abilities, but to your children, your voice is magic, right? So they, they don't know if you're singing in tune or out of tune, or if you're singing B flat or F sharp or whatever, like all they're hearing is that the person who, who, 
you know, is everything to them is creating this sound, creating this experience. Um, so there are lots of things that you can do um, to foster their their brain development, their musical development. And one thing, one one of the easiest tools um, that I like to uh, I like to share is um, it's called audiation. Mm-hmm. And audiation, I like to describe it is audiation is to music like thinking is. So, audiation is to music like thinking is to speaking. So if I were to, if I were sitting with, I, I used to do this with my son at six months old, I'd, um, you know, I'd go, hmm, 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 and you pause there and you wait and you just sort of observe because like they hear the song, they know what's supposed to come next, but they're not hearing you say it. So they're, but they're hearing it in their brain. Mm. So even, you know even though they're not hearing it physically, they're hearing it internally. And that's, that's ear training. That's, um, you can do that with language development and really you can start that early, early. So that's just one tool that you can do. Um, yeah. I mean, when I hear you say that, I think about, um, there's so many studies that talk about the patterns and melodies of music when kids are listening to um, music or playing music or doing the audiation that then they're also building those patterns in their brain which in turn help in math and writing later totally and and also there's a lot to be said about um the whole thing about how i was just humming songs without words right so when they're you know, when they're infants, when they're getting into toddlerhood, like they don't necessarily have the words, but when you remove the words from a song and you're, you're humming along their brain, they're able to focus, they're using more of the right side of their brain. They can focus more on the melody and not more of the linguistic stuff where they're trying to process it with the left side of their brain. So it's, mm. it's, um, I mean, there's so many different ways to go about it. I mean, it's my, my whole thing is like experimenting with it just experimenting and letting it, you know, doing what's natural, creating songs with older kids. Um, you know, Weird Al Yankovic, like there's, there's something to be said about him. He's, <laughs> he creates these parodies, right? And there's so many songs out there that you could just like make up, you know, make up your own. I, I, gosh, I did that so many times with my kids <laughs> and it just became like, it just becomes a fun activity that you guys can do together. Um, and you can do it in the car, you can do it in the grocery store, you can do it at home. Like that's, and that's the other thing that is so magical about music is that it is so accessible. You don't have to go to a gym or you don't have to go to a, you know, a, a lesson. It's something you can just do in the moment anywhere. And it's not just creating, um, it's not just inspiring them and, and helping to develop their brain, but it's also, you know, um, it's that, that parent and child bond um, that's, you know, it, it strengthens. Oh yeah. And I think when we're talking about parent and child bonds, when we are doing all these classes with the kids and the parents, that's mm-hmm. one of the biggest thing that we're fostering. Totally. <laughs> totally. Um, I want to fast forward for a minute. You're taking a yoga training. I am. <laughs> I am. Yeah. And, um, but you've been practicing yoga for a very long time mm-hmm. and, I want to know if there is a way that you are interweaving your music and your passion for yoga right now. Absolutely. Well, you know, 
the way in which I lead my, and I mean, you can call them classes. Um, they're, they're different. It's not your typical music class. Um, and I think my style is heavily influenced by, of course, the music therapy background, but also my yoga practice and really just come as you are and be where you are. And if there's things that you, you know, whereas like in yoga, take child's pose at any time in music class, you know, you can choose to participate. You can choose to not participate. It's truly, you know, it's just, I, ultimately, I just want you to, to just, you know, enjoy. And that's the other thing. And I'll, I'll speak to that. And then there's something else I was thinking is, um, in these, in these classes or jam sessions or whatever we call them, um, you know, we're, we are laying, again, laying the foundation for some kids. This is their first musical experience. And my thoughts are, you know, while structure can serve a purpose is that if it's overly structured for some kids, it can be turning them off to music entirely. And so for me, it's really important to allow that, that openness, allow that exploration and, and that, that compassionate, warm space. Um, for the parents and for the kids, because it's important that the parents enjoy it as well. So there's that. But also, as far as like the music that I write, um, when I started writing music, which is around, you know, shortly after I started um, teaching 2010, 2011, um, my music, I was writing music for kids. But it was really when the when my my yoga practice really took off, which was closer to like 2016 is when I got really serious. Um, my writing changed. Mm. And so I started writing. At first, my writing was about like a lot of imagination and play and just having fun and different concepts. When I started doing the yoga, it started to shift towards more of the the life lessons of mm. radical self-love, compassion, kindness, and, you know, celebrating diversity and really just being one song in particular, Good Humans, where it's really just about being being a a positive citizen to this global community which yeah. is something that's so strong in in the yogic world that we talk about being being a good human and when i think about your two albums um baba and boo which mm -hmm. is like your daughter and son that was their nicknames right Those are their nicknames, yeah. and um and then your new album you are enough i mean that is yoga teachings right there yep. and just bringing that to kiddos totally yep that whole album from from start to finish is you know it's uh it's it's my yoga practice it was there's one song on Bubba and Boo it was the last one I wrote called Peace and Love and I think that was like the song that really kicked off the the more of the those messages you know because that's the thing my thing is like okay you know, we could go on, for many of us, we're learning these lessons in our 20s, 30s, 40s, even later, you know, about you, the concept of you are enough, I am enough. Um, how about sharing these concepts to kids when they're two, three years old, when they're learning, they're, they're learning words and phrases, and they're able to be able to adopt those ideas, those concepts of like, yeah, like I'm enough. Like there, there are kids who have other skills and some kids that have different skills and, but my skills are enough. And that's, I get chills even thinking about that. Like imagine going through life, having learned those things way back then. Oh yeah. And I think about that, just going back to 
Krishnadas's quote, the medicine is in the syrup and how much we could help influence our the next generation, the kiddos of the world, the next leaders um, starting now when they are just so young. And even with my first song that I ever wrote, Cat Cow, <laughs> um, but you know, one-year-olds sing it and they're able to do the yoga poses. They're able to get on all fours and stretch their spine and they don't know that they're stretching the nerve you know opening up and helping the nervous system and like doing all this amazing stuff and they don't know that they're learning um part of the eight limbs of yoga and the asana but Mm -hmm. all they know is that they're doing a moo moo meow meow exactly and you know what's funny is so my son xavier was in the preschool where where jyoti was teaching yoga and he would come home and i'd say well you know i I'd spend some time with him and I'd have to go teach and he'd say, no, no, mama stay. (laughs) So he knew, he knew, he knew cat cow. Like I, that's another thing is like your, your music and I've listened to it is it's so, I mean, you know, trying to, trying to teach these yoga concepts and Sanskrit, you know, to like, to like toddlers is, (laughs) I mean, that is like a tall order. So you're able to convey it in a way that they get it. And again, I feel like that's a similar thing for us. It's, um, it's so powerful for sure. And I think it's, um, how do we take these big concepts Mm -hmm. and make them easy for kids, right? Like put it in a very basic way so they could understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And the other thing with my music, and this is something you'll hear me say, people hear me say a lot, is that the music that I write is for the children in our lives and also the children inside all of us. Ah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so when I write, I mean, you know, like your music too, like you're, you're educating the parents for me, it's also, I want to educate the parents, um, you know, to inspire the parents to look into their own experience. Um, but also, you know, writing music that when you drop your kid off at camp or school or wherever, you can still listen to the songs and still enjoy it and not feel like, okay, this needs to go away. <laughs> I don't know. There might be a lot of parents out there that wish that cat cow would just go away. <laughs> I mean, I go to the yoga festivals and they're like, oh, you're the cat cow girl. Totally. And I'm like, yeah, I, I guess I am. Who, who knew? Um, but yeah, it, but yeah, these melodies and these songs become almost like a mantra for the kids and the parents, which oh, yeah. is amazing. Yeah, yeah. When I'm when I'm performing, some songs in particular, "You Are Enough," it, like it always moves me when I see moms singing along because it's like you know. And there's there's a line in there. There's a verse. the The last verse is "I am enough," and I did that specifically for it. Well, of course, you know, I wrote it with you know for myself too but I mean when when they're singing you know first you are enough then we are enough you've heard it a few times so that when we bring an I it's almost like I've sort of infused a little affirmation Mm. so people can give their own little affirmation while they're jamming along and oh yeah yeah so yeah little it's yeah the medicine and the syrup the medicine and the syrup (laughs) thank you Krishna I know (laughs) but do you think music can heal (laughs) oh 100% absolutely absolutely yeah I mean there is so much research if you want me to go clinical or there was um when I was studying to become a music therapist there was a study that just come out about them using music in a NICU unit where babies who were having trouble sucking, like suckling, 
when they would play music, the babies would suckle. Wow. So that's, I mean, that's just one thing. I've done work in um, in skilled care facilities, people with Alzheimer's and dementia. There was one man in particular who I went in to do music with them, and I was playing You Are My Sunshine. I mean, he was, he was laying down, eyes closed, you know, mouth open, wasn't sure if he was even awake, and I started playing You Are My Sunshine, and he started singing along. Which That's was amazing. But then after, after they cleared everybody out and I was, and I was, you know, putting everything away, the nurse came up to me and she said, you know, that man hasn't spoken in three weeks. Like they, they he became just nonverbal. But for that moment, he was singing, you are my sunshine. Because for some of those people, they can't remember their own names or their loved ones' names, but they can remember a song that they sang at five years old. I mean, that's like, so there's that. But then from my own personal experience, again, music has been, has served me in so many ways throughout my life. And, and, um, you know, we're all on a healing path and I just could not imagine my life without music. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's intense and like heart opening just thinking about that man and um I think that I have a lot of like amazing moments I mean one of the reasons why I love to work with kids and the families is sometimes when we're in a class like they're just like there's just pure joy Mm -hmm. um singing with the music moving our bodies that I have moments where I literally want to like cry and I'm like, oh, this is why I do this. This is why I'm here. And also you were talking about the parents, but helping the parents too. Sometimes it's not the kiddos that are having trouble in the class. It's the parents. It's the parents. um, It's us parents that are constantly trying to get out of our head, but are locked in the directing and the judging. And so really creating that space where they could be free and we could all be free. Exactly. And that's, you know, and, and again, going back to some of the different, different styles of music classes, I realized that my style is not for everyone and that's okay. But for me, it's important that, that parents, no matter what the parent, the parental makeup or the, the family makeup, that people know that they can show up to my class and be completely and fully themselves and without any judgment or anything just just the fact that they've shown up and they're there to be present with the music with their kids you know if the kids want to roam like it's for me it's just we're here together we're creating music together and however it can serve you that's my job no and I agree I agree and that's you know for those of you that don't know Megan and I started playing some adult music together (laughs) which has been a blast just to um be in sync with someone and just be in that flow where it feels easy you know things should feel easy Mm -hmm. absolutely (laughs) yep (laughs) we're like yep (laughs) get in the flow let's all get in sync um okay so thank you Megan oh thank you love you love you and here we go we're gonna go into a wee yogis in action seeing how I'm using music in the classroom here we are some oh you heard the birds I love this right when I come into the room as we start getting into yoga I eyes are open and then our ears turn on very good so an exercise that I want to do today with our ears is I'm gonna play a string on my guitar and do you see how long it goes so let's all try it. When you hear a string, 
raise your hand. And when you don't hear it anymore, take your hand down. But really try to keep your ears open and see if you can hear the vibrations of the sound. Are you ready? Raise your hand if you're ready. Okay, good. Crisscross applesauce. All right. First, we'll do it with our eyes open. Here we go. Did you hear how it kept on vibrating? Now I'm gonna do a different string. Let's see, okay? Crisscross, so I know you're ready. Here we go. I can still hear it. And now it's gone. All right, now let's try it with our eyes closed. Okay, really try to keep your ears open because the sound doesn't go away fast. It actually vibrates and it goes on for a while if your ears can stay open. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Eyes closed. Raise your hand if you hear it. And then when you can't hear it anymore, hands down. Wow, excellent, excellent. What was that? Did you hear it? Your ears were turned on, because right at the beginning she could hear the birds outside. Very good. So, what's one of your favorite yoga songs? Anyone have a favorite? Oh, yes. Cat flushing the toilet. <laughs> Cat flushing the toilet? Is there a yoga song about it? Oh, but maybe we can it's make on one. It's on Perry Grip. Oh, it's on Perry Grip. And what is, what do you learn about that in that song? Um, it was on, it was in our cousin's house where TJ and Lizzie are. And so it's about a cat flushing the toilet? Yeah. So did you learn how to flush a toilet in the song? Does it remind you that anytime you go potty, you have to flush the toilet? Yeah. Hmm, I like that. I like that. See, every song is teaching you something. Sometimes it's about flushing the toilet. Sometimes it's about happiness or love. What's a yoga song that we like? Cat cow. Oh, or let's do cat cow. All right, so let's all get into our cat pose. All right, I'm ready for everyone. Let me see your cat pose. And you can see Miss Maya, she's already in her cat pose. She's spreading her cat claws. And then she's rounding her cat back. And let's be cats. Meow. And let's sing it together. Don't tell me yet. Don't tell me yet. So I'm going to ask you, keep it a secret. 
Here we go. Get nice and small. Nice and small. Imagine a color. Don't tell me yet. Imagine a color. And then slowly crisscross applesauce. Don't tell me yet. Crisscross. One, two, and freeze. On the count of three, we're gonna do a big belly breath, but when we exhale, you could say your color. So we're gonna say it nice and loud together. Is everyone ready? Everyone has a color? Yeah. yeah. Okay, hands down. I know that you're ready when we're all freezing and crisscross. Crisscross, sitting nice and tall. Ready? Big inhale. And color, pink. Say it, everyone says, try it again. Big inhale, say your color that you saw. Big inhale. Oh, blue, very good. Okay, and freeze. Eyes open. Eyes open. Who remembers their downward dog? If you know it, let me see it. Your downward dog. Wow. Hips are up to the sky. They're spreading their starfish hands and they're pressing it into the earth. Hips are up and see if you can take one leg up to the sky. Yes, and you can look at Miss Maya. She's taking one leg up and then she's taking up the other. And then maybe you want to do both. You can hop. Oh, hop, hop. I have like this. And now let's try to give a high five to our mats like this. Can you give a high five? Or it's like a high ten, because we have ten fingers, right? So let's count our fingers, actually. One little, two little, three little fingers. Four little, five little, six little fingers. Seven little, eight little, nine little fingers. Ten little fingers on our hands. Wait, freeze! What is that song teaching us about? Our hands, and what else? Fingers. Our fingers, but what is it teaching us to do? Count our fingers. Count our fingers! And wiggle them, so put them in the earth. So we put our hands under our shoulders, knees under our hips, and then hips up to the sky. Oh, where's your hips? Yes! And you wag your tail. Alright, let's try it again. Back down. High ten. Here we go. Hands under your shoulders, put your knees under your hips, put your hips to the sky and wag your tail. That's a downward dog. And crisscross. One, two, and freeze. It kind of sounds... Freeze. We'll practice with the music being quiet and we'll tiptoe because in adult yoga, when your mommy or daddy or any adult does yoga, it's very quiet. So let's pretend like we're sleeping first. We are sleeping. We are sleeping. Oh, let's get up. Stretch our arms. Okay, tiptoe. To the beat. Tiptoe around the house. 
everyone is sleeping. Tiptoe around the house as quiet as a mouse. <gasps> I hear someone. Hurry, hurry. Back to your beds. And remember, when you're in your bed, you're as relaxed as a spaghetti. I'm waiting for everyone. So when we're pretending like we're sleeping, when we tiptoe, we're tiptoeing slowly to the beat. It's almost like slow motion in a movie, as slow as you can. And when we go back to our mats, you have to tiptoe. Our eyes are open so we don't bump into anyone. No running, we're tiptoeing to our mats. We are sleeping. We are sleeping. Nice and slow, big yawn. Oh, let's get up slowly. Stretch our arms, move to the beat. Yes, slowly, tip, toe. Uh oh, I'm going slowly. I'm even going slower. Tip, toe, around the house. Everyone is sleeping. Oh, tip, toe, around the house as quiet as a mouse. That was excellent. You were listening to the change of the beat and you were walking nice and slow. So yes, you see there how we were using, obviously my Wee Yogi songs to teach poses, but using difference in tempos, high energy, low energy, slower tempos to teach different aspects of yoga. And we even use the vibration of sounds for our hearing exercise. Um, those of you that know all the Wee Yogi's albums, there's three online, Wee Yogi's Play, Wee Yogi's Connect, Wee Yogi's Grow, and um, I'm about to record a new album actually next week in New York. It's going to be um, Mindful Lullabies, so keep your ears open for that. But you that know the CDs and albums already know that I'm always trying to write a song for everything, um, yoga philosophy to positive values to forgiveness to um, the basic poses. So there you go. I hope that was helpful. Um, now let's hear from our sponsor. And there we go. I'm using music to share about our sponsors. Ah, the beautiful ways we use music. And now here is our parents talking about their experience with music with their kiddos. Yeah, we start every morning with music. I play the ukulele and I find that even five minutes puts my mind in a better place and just brings us all together in a positive way to start the day. 
So music has been awesome for bringing us together as a family. Like if I feel really passionately about a song and I play it all the time, the kids get into it and then we can really feel it together as a family. It's a uniting force. Talking about singing, I that's one of my favorite things about being a mom is that now I sing all the time where I used to be so self-conscious about singing at all and now I sing all the time and I'm like, what was the big deal before <laughs> and it feels so good but my son um I find that music gives him such a great way to express himself my husband's a musician and so he's playing all, various guitars all the time and Leo just got a drum kit and he's like banging away and it's just a really great way for him to express himself and as always, I so love to hear what you parents share about these topics. Thank you so much for being a part of these podcasts and um, today's topic, music. I mean, I love music and sometimes I feel like I'm living in a musical. And for those of you that are listening right now, maybe you're living in this musical as well. And for those that don't know, there was a We Yogi's play musical which um, me and Jacqueline from Shockwave we put on and we yogis play musical to the first album and we put it on in LA and we had 20 actors where we all went into yoga land and found our true self our inner light and we met all of our teachers the cats the cows the dogs the wise trees yeah i mean that was full on and you could actually watch that on youtube the whole musical is there but speaking of jacqueline from shockwave my dear friend let's see where this all sits in the chakras hi i'm jacqueline with shockwave and the healing power of music Doe, a deer, a female deer, ray, a drop of golden sun, yeah. The sounds of music ah, bring the energy centers alive. And Isaac Newton even recognized and aligned the seven rainbow colors with the seven musical scale notes, C, D, E, F, G, A, B. And these are the tones that resonate with the chakras. So when singing them, we can feel the vibration in our body where the chakras lie. And the throat chakra, where our sound comes from, our communication, our expression, this is the Vishuddha chakra. It is represented by the color blue. And you can feel these vibrational sounds within our body. We can make these sounds and um, and we'll feel it. Uh, the sounds emanate know that we are amazing instruments. So um, pitch and play and tune only the way you can. And let's make some sounds together, the chakra sounds. So we start with root chakra. Oh, as in rope. And then we move up to the sacral chakra. as in rule, and then ah, as in God, and then a, that's a long a, uh, that's in our heart chakra, you can feel that vibrating in your chest, and then e,
a long E, that I feel that vibration in my throat chakra. And then mm, getting more heady, that's the third eye. You can just feel that like mm, M in uh, sound coming from your head. And then for the crown chakra, that high pitch sound. Um, so really, I mean, just you even touch your body going up or down and all around uh, feeling those vibrations. So I'll just go through it again. Sing along. Oh, ooh, ah, of music within ourselves. Ha is right. And we have come to an end here. Thank you again. Love you all so much and hope you have a wonderful week. Please subscribe. Please rate and review. That's how we get this out to the world. And now for our We Yogi song. Have a good one. Found the message in a bottle Never cracks a far cry from silence Love is a song that turned frown to smiles A fact of life, 100% Do the math, love is everything Everything is love We have to hug each other We can love, love, love We don't have to be mean to each other We can love, love, love We could be Every day, just find your love, find your love. Every day, spread your love. We need it more than.
Hurt each 